there are millions and millions of other creators in this world. So in a world that is filled with so much noise and so many people creating, how do you stand out, especially when you are young and you don't have too much experience? Well, that is the exact question I was asked by Sydney Arbeiter today on this podcast. So super excited to jump in. She asked some awesome questions. She asked about five or six uh, questions in a row, and uh, I gave my answers to that. So if anything stands out to you, please make sure to share it with a friend. So without further ado, on to the episode. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, I'm Sydney Arbeiter. I'm a junior at Carthage College down in Kenosha. Uh, I'm studying economics and data science right now, and I have a Chinese minor because I love languages and love traveling. Um, I'm probably looking for like business analyst roles after college, but honestly, I'd love to do something that lets me travel. So that's kind of my like dream job right there is something at an international company. I love it. Good job. That's, that's rad. Thanks hey. for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is pretty cool. Of course. Well, I'm, I'm here to answer anything that you can, you can throw at me. <laughs> All right. I guess my first one is, how are you differentiating you and your brand, um, especially given how many people are like creating content or in videography and photography, that sort of thing? Yeah, so that's kind of like one of the questions that I've been just sitting on since since really getting into space. I've been in kind of like creating content in this world for um, about two years now, two, three years. Um, and yeah, that it's definitely a constant question that I'm asking myself of, okay, there's thousands of other, hundreds of thousands of other creators out there. What, what differentiates me from everyone else? Why, why would people want to want to hear me talk? Um, and it really comes down to the unique experiences you have in life and showcasing that in a real and authentic way. Um, if I try to come on as the know-it-all entrepreneur that, hey, listen to me because I'll give the best entrepreneurship business advice, I'm going to get laughed out of the room because I'm a 21-year-old kid and there's thousands and thousands of other way more successful, credible entrepreneurs than me. So that's, that's not the world I try to live in and own. Same with, same with hardcore like videography or filmmaking. Like, I'm not the best at that, so I'm not going to give advice on that. But I, I've lived a, a pretty unique life and unique experiences and lessons learned. Um, and that's what I really try to lean on. So um, like an example I, I like to kind of like lean back on is like, okay, there's a ton of other young entrepreneur podcasters in the world, but how many other young entrepreneur podcasters also were like a pizza cook and a snowboarder and a snow park manager and like a bunch of kind of normal everyday stuff, everyday jobs I've had like growing up, but it's, it's stuff and, and lessons I've learned along the way that makes me unique. So um, really trying to just dive into that, lean into what makes me unique and then share those stories. Gotcha. Kind of going along that, um, the fact that there are other people who are more experienced than you, does that ever um, kind of mess with your confidence a little bit? Like, do you question whether or not you have the authority to be like making these podcasts and telling people like advice? Yeah. Uh, I, I've, that kind of just like 
riffs off of like imposter syndrome type conversation. Um, and it's always, it's always present. It'll always be there. There will always be people better than you at a certain thing. Um, unless you're literally the best of the world, but even that it's pretty subjective. Um, yeah, that's, it's a tough conversation to, to have too. short answer is yes, but there's depth to that conversation. There's depth to that answer because it, it depends and confidence is something that you, it, it can be taught. It can be learned over time, but overall you, you simply need to ask yourself like, okay, if someone's asking you a question or if you're in a certain room, let's say you're, you're in a client meeting with three other, other people that you're trying to pitch you're in that room for a reason. So it comes down to like just trusting your gut and trusting the experiences and lessons you've learned to get to the point where you are today. Um, and just going for it. You'll, you'll always be nervous pitching to someone. You'll always be nervous when you're faced with a better videographer or podcast or anything. That's, that's the norm of, of humans. Like that's, that's built into our psyche. So that's, that will never change because it, it helps keeps, keep us alive. Um, but as far as like confidence of like when other people are better than you or, or bigger than you or whatever, um, it just comes, comes internally, like dive, dive into that, dive in why you're, why you feel that way. And then just attack it from there. Good advice. All right. Um, this is kind of random, but I really like the set goals and go thing you've got in the back there. Thank you. Cool. It's a, it's monopoly based. That's what I thought it was. Like when I first saw your background, like a couple weeks ago at the career center, I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So what is your favorite part of your job? I'm just like curious about that. You seem like you, you've held some pretty interesting positions. It seems like you really like what you're doing. So what's your favorite part of it? Yeah, it's the, it's the flexibility to create whatever I want in life. Um, no one tells me what I need to do. No one tells me how to really do anything, um, outside of like coaches and mentors and, and, uh, ethical guidelines. Um, overall, like I can design my life on any way I, I want to live. And I think that's what initially drawed me to entrepreneurship and like being my own boss and going down that, um, that path, I guess. But yeah, it's the, it's the freedom to create whatever, whatever I want, um, that's, that's my favorite part of just life in general. Okay. Do you have any advice for someone that wants to get into that, like being their own boss entrepreneurship type of role? Just start. Um, it's, it's way more important to start than stress about where to start. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, the first thing you're going to start probably won't be successful. You'll probably waste a lot of time and money uh, doing whatever that thing is, whether it's the first business, venture, job, whatever. Um, but it's, it's important to get up after that first one and get up after that second one. Um, if I stopped after my first venture or second venture or third venture or sixth venture, uh, I wouldn't be here right now. So it's, uh, you just got to fall in love with um, like, having an at bat to, to swing in a sense. Um, and swinging being launching new ventures, launching new businesses and just, just trying. So, um, move fast, especially when you're young, start fail, fail more. Um, in school we're taught failing is bad, but in real life, that's what we learn from. We learn most from our failures. So, um, I think that's the, that's 
been consistent on the like one piece of advice I would I would tell my younger self or or someone like just getting into entrepreneurship is to start. Um, you never know what direction is the right direction for you, so don't worry about picking the right one because you will never know what the other option will will come. Um, so just pick a direction, run really fast, break a lot of things, and then learn from it. I am in school right now. I'm very afraid of failing. So I definitely struggled with um, starting any like new ventures. I'm like, what if I fail? But I mean, what if I succeed at the same time? Like, wouldn't that be cool? Then I'll, then I'll ask you, I'll flip the switch one second. Um, what's, what's something you've thought about starting in the past that you, that you haven't yet because you're, you're scared that you might, you might fail? Um, honestly, a dream job would be a travel photographer. And every time I'm like, I have the time to go out and shoot, I talk myself out of it. I'm like, you know, they're probably not going to even turn out that great. There are so many people who've been doing this longer than I've been alive. And I really trying to not let myself like get in my head too much. So I'm just kind of like, you just go out, give it a try, get some opinions, see what people think of it. So, so what if you fail? What happens? What is, the, what is the worst thing that could happen? Then I spent a lot of time taking terrible pictures, but I'm still in school. So I kind of got that to fall back on, but. And what, what, what does terrible imply? What, what does terrible mean? Ah, uh, Sam. Um... It's subjective. It's a trick question. A banana, ta- a banana taped to a sign at Miami Art Week last, last year sold for $150,000. And it's a banana duct taped to a white canvas. Anything is possible. Oh, man. I wish I would have thought of that first. <laughs> right? Me too. I'm like, damn. They're, they're $150,000 richer over taping a banana to a, to a canvas. Hey, that, I mean, good for them. That's pretty that's a pretty impressive story right there. Yeah, so it's like failure is subjective and and success is subjective as far especially in the creative world. So like if if that's your true dream job, like just start start clicking away, start editing away and like as long as you're having fun with it. If if you if you're not having fun with it, then then I would say definitely stop, but if that's something you actually want to do, like go after that shit. Yeah, that's solid advice. I just need to take it now. <laughs> Um, I read somewhere, probably on LinkedIn, something that you posted, and you kind of mentioned it now with success also being subjective. Um, I think your post included that you had tried chasing money and it like didn't work out well. How have you found a balance between like, um, taking the time to like build up businesses, but also making sure it's like, I guess, profitable enough to like keep it going? Yeah. Um, People, people have a super, that's a toxic relationship with, with money and the, the want for money. Wanting money is not a bad thing. I, I want to be like rich as hell from these businesses. And that's not a bad thing because I'm aware that the more money I have, the more change and good I can, I can impact the world and give back to the world. Like someone that has a billion dollars can give way more time and money than someone who, who has seven dollars you know so it's it's about the intention of of what you do with that money but then as far as finding a balance between like building businesses but also making sure they're profitable and like you can actually 
pay rent and pay other people and like live life. Um, it, it comes down to solving problems. I think the, when I like first got into entrepreneurship, I was, I was going after ventures to simply make money. And that would, that was my main goal. I wasn't solving any problems. I wasn't, I wasn't bringing any value to other people besides myself or, or I thought myself at, in the end, yeah, I brought a lot of value to myself because I learned what not to do. Um, but now I look at business as like, what are the problems in my life, in my day-to-day life that I can solve that I feel other people have? And if you, the, the bigger the problem you solve, the better solution you can create, the more money you will make and the more successful your business will be. So right now I'm, I'm focusing on what problems can I solve um, in the immediate term future, long-term future. And that's how I'm more looking at business now than when I was first getting into it of, damn, I need to make a thousand bucks to, to pay for expenses this month. How am I going to do that? What's the fastest way to do that? And that creates a lot of short-term thinking and short-term actions instead of playing the long game of, okay, what problems do I actually want to solve? And, and I'm going to go out and solve those problems. So that's been like the biggest, I guess, mind, mindset shift I've made in terms of looking at it from a, from a balanced business money perspective. Okay. What is your like next step? Like what's, what's your next project? Yeah. Um, so right now I'm just scaling my, my media company. Um, just brought on a few more, a few more people to really help me scale and grow. Um, so that's been like my, my baby for the past two years or so. So that's, I'm heads down on that. Like that is my, my next thing that I'm really going to, to scale and that'll help me launch other ventures down the road. Um, but eventually I want to get into like event space and education space and just really create a whole ecosystem of self-development. Um, I want to create a city in the future, but that's, that's a few years down the road to say the least, but super fascinated about like what, like the Disney ecosystem has built and how do you create that, but center around self-development and growth and, um, just super, super cool problems they're, they're solving as well. And it's, uh, they've just built a crazy empire as far as just their, their legacy, what they stand for and just the world they've created and literally, um, so something along the lines of that would be, would be sweet way, way down the road. But again, everything will be centered around self-development, growth, connection. Uh, I like in-person stuff way better than online. So I definitely want to go like opposite of where everyone's going right now, because I feel like once, once the world opens up, we'll, we won't be virtually forever. Um, I definitely want to launch more in-person stuff, in-person um, like masterminds and groups and events and uh, like accelerator programs, stuff like that. That's cool. I've read a couple books about Disney and like how they've built that whole empire. So interesting how they've done that, like, and how they keep it going. You know, I feel like a lot of things like got really big and then kind of fell apart eventually. And I'm like, they're still going strong. Yeah. Even COVID couldn't knock them down. But <laughs> Even though they're losing hundreds of millions of dollars a day, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I know. I like they're keeping parks at like 25%. I was like, that's gotta hurt. But totally well i kind of think that was all my questions that i've i had prepared but awesome um i really appreciate the questions super super valuable valuable questions hopefully i gave okay answers to to someone out there um but yeah i i love i love just chatting to chatting with people that i typically wouldn't get the opportunity to to chat with so again really appreciate you you coming on and before we before we end 
uh, you can plug any, any socials that you want. So um, besides your social security number, you probably shouldn't say that, but LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, where can people find you? Um, I'm definitely not on social media as much as I should be. I think I have an Instagram, but I haven't touched that in a while. Um, you don't need to plug it if you don't want to. I mean, I don't even know what my name is, so I can't really plug it. <laughs> no, no worries. Progress. Yes. Um, we're, we're all, we're all just trying to live in this crazy world of digital distractions and social media. So again, really, really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, you want to say any, any last words, any last piece of advice to anyone listening out there? Um, actually take some of the advice that you heard. Um, that's a definitely a big thing for me. I listen to all sorts of podcasts. I'm like, oh, that was really great stuff. And then I never do anything about it. So I guess piece of advice is actually apply the advice that you're getting. But yeah, thanks for having me. This is really cool to hear your story a little bit. Of course. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. And again, it's um, spiritual enter- entertainment that is, uh, that's what we're all obsessed with, listening to podcasts, listening to online courses, but actually not doing anything with it. So again, urge you guys to do something with any information that you've learned today, tomorrow, uh, and just day-to-day implement stuff to, to get better.